All right, y'all. I'm I'm only on here because I said I would. Um, so this one is titled, this is from the video, the number one way to build a small account in the stock market step-by-step. Step. Oh, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Nope. That's the one we just, hold on. <laughs> wait a minute. And I am not re-recording this. Okay. The one we're going to be listening to now is the only course you'll need to learn how to trade. This is part seven. So I'm definitely going to put in the title. This is for intermediate to advanced people who are have experienced trading. Um, it's 21 minutes. And I don't think I'll be too much of a chatty patty on this one because I am a little bit sleepy. But this one is going to be covering the Fibonacci stuff in there. And I think I'm past overdue for it. I think I'm at a point where I don't have too much information overload and I think I can kind of handle it. He does strike me as a good teacher. So, um, yeah, let's get into it. It's that time of the week again, my friends. And let me tell you, this is a good one. What's going on, team? It's your boy, Jada on Trades with Team Bull Trading. And I hope you're all having an amazing day. We are live and back in action with episode seven of our free beginner course right here on YouTube. Now, after this video, I highly recommend you go and you watch part one, two, three, etc. They're all so, so valuable, all organized and all 100% free for you guys right here. Now, in this episode, I bring on Brandon Trades. An amazing Fibonacci trader has years of experience using it. So I and y'all, like I, I um subscribed to Brandon Trades yesterday. Let me double check my notes. I think I signed up for his stuff yesterday. So he's really good too. And if some of the stuff sounded familiar in terms of, you know, don't try to make a home run. Um, try to go from base to base. Um, the steady paces and stuff like that. Like their language is very similar. So. That's cool. He's bringing the guest guy on. Let's go. What better way for you guys to learn than from someone who not only has years of experience using it, but has made thousands and thousands of dollars doing it and has all the things you need to know as far as Fibonacci. So with that, put your learning cap on, take your notebook out, get ready to take notes, and let's get to the education together. The man, the myth, the Fibonacci legend, Brandon Trades. How you doing this morning? I'm good. How are you doing? Doing good, man. So I was just telling everyone that you are the man when it comes to Fibonacci. Now, I as well use Fibonacci too in my trading. I've talked about it a little bit in our free beginner course, but I figured we needed to go into a deep dive for everyone to understand more and to really have confidence with it and make money. So telling them as well, there is no one better to teach this than someone who's been using it for years, has made thousands and thousands of dollars with it, and uses it on all time frames like yourself. Awesome. I appreciate you having me on here, and I can't wait to teach everybody. Yes, sir. So, figure without further ado, time is money, and we don't have time to waste. If you <laughs> get some value from this channel, if you like this video, two things. For one, make sure you hit that subscribe button below. And second, make sure you check out my boy Brandon's YouTube. He's live every single morning with a pre-market watch list right here on YouTube. Has like a thousand plus videos for free, and has so much value. That channel is linked below as well. Check that out. And they both have they both go live in the mornings. Um this guy, I think it's um bull trading or whatever, he goes live in the mornings too. I haven't had a ch chance to check either one of them out. He's giving a plug in to Brandon Trades, but he also goes live in the mornings. You might want to check them out, listen and see, got a sense for their style. If you're new to trading, you know, get up at trading starts at 6:30 a.m. in the morning Pacific Standard Time. I think it's 7. No, is it 6 6? Um, Pacific Standard Time, 7 Eastern Standard Time. I don't know. Uh, listen, it's been a while since I... I know it's hella early. It's definitely 
when it's still dark outside. So let's get to the money. Let's do it. So yeah, um, in today's free course, we're going to be talking about Fibonacci retracements. I'm going to show you guys one, how I determine where the retracement zones are one for bounces, two for rejects. And then I'm also going to show you guys live examples of trades that we have taken in the past and exactly what I look for when price comes down or up to a retracement to actually validate an entry. So this is just a very basic picture that I found on Google of Fibonacci retracements, but pretty much what we're doing is we're trying to identify a swing high or a swing low to yes. then take our retracements. And then from there, it's going to automatically draw our 61.8, our 50, even the 38.2. I don't use the 38.2, but it's giving us exact levels that we can watch to identify for a potential bounce or, a, or for a potential reject. So as you can see in this example, they ended up taking pivot low, pivot high, and they drew a few different examples. You know, if it came down to 61.8 and then bounced uh, 50 or 38.2 amounts. So, and, and, and Brando, real quick, um, can you go back to that slide? So for any yeah. beginners, uh, like he was saying, he only uses the 61.8 and the 50. I'm the same way, and most other successful traders that I've met are the same way as well. You're gonna pull up your Fibonacci's, and you're gonna have all these different percent retracements. The most highly respected by algos and other institutions are the 61.8 and 50%. I just wanted to clar clarify. And so definitely write that down. I'm in bed, but um, I'll rewatch the video and write those down. I will put them on the journal so that I'll probably on the first page you can um, know how to set your stuff up. But yeah, so far they're doing a really great job of explaining it. Um, <laughs> let's go, y'all that for any new beginner traders like what he says there mm -hmm. yes sir um so yeah going into this is a trade that we took in the past but uh retracements are important because it allows us to accurately predict where a stock will pull back to whether in a downtrend or an uptrend it gives us an exact level to watch for a reject or bounce like i just said uh, so in this example, we can see that SPY was clearly uptrending. Therefore, we want to look for a pullback for a bounce. Actually, no, this was just on, uh, this was a trade I took on Thursday. So in the parking lot, I texted you about that. Um, <laughs> but as we see, it was uptrending. We had that push up in price. What do we want to look for? We want to look for a pullback to get long and taking the pivot low to the pivot high. Because originally I had it this pivot low to pivot high, but it never hit a uh, FIB. So it took this low to high, came back, hit that 50%, and then automatically ripped. So again, it, it's mm. letting us know where to watch for a bounce. Um, and again, as we talked about personally, I only pay attention to the 50, 61.8, as these are the two most common retracements a stock will pull back to before continuing in its original direction. Got it. You already had it covered. Uh, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> good. Uh, so yeah, when drawing your Fibonacci retracements, you must have a well-defined pivot high and pivot low. And I'll show you guys some examples. I can even pull up the finger swim and we can go and find more examples from there. Uh, but these well-defined points are the lowest point of price action and the highest point of price action before any pullbacks occur. So if we go back to this scenario right here, this was the lowest point of price action before we started pushing up. This was the highest point of price action before we started pulling back. That's when we can draw our FIB to find a bounce. So again, when looking for bounces, you want to use the pivot low to pivot high. Again, going back to here, pivot low, pivot high to look for a bounce. If you're looking for a reject, which I'll show you some examples here in a few minutes, you want to be looking from the pivot high to the pivot low to find mm -hmm. that reject. 
So going straight into a reject, this is a trade that we ended up taking. I believe this was a trade that we just took on Tuesday. Um, as you can see, this was the highest point of price action before we started flushing to the downside. So here's our well-defined pivot high. And then as we set this low and we start pulling back to the upside, this is when we know that this is our well-defined low point. So from mm -hmm. there, we can take our pivot high, pivot low, and this is telling us watch for a reject at 402.6 or a reject at 403.8. Now, mm. sometimes you got to redraw these. Say we only came up to like right here and then we ended up flushing back down and then set that low and coming back up. You would simply just redraw this low point to the new low point before we started coming back up. I freaking love it. This is really, really good teaching. Oh my gosh. For as many times as I've watched people talk about Fibonacci, freaking good. I'm picking up every freaking thing he's putting down. Now, this is, um, if you look at this, at the video, he's at the six minute mark, six minute and 14 seconds. And I think this is if you want to place a put, so you would draw it down. And I think if I'm, if I'm understanding correctly, if you want to place a call, then you would draw up, but let's continue to see if he makes that distinction. Um, and again, I, I get the sense that both of them are kind of like more into the puts. It would make sense. I think you need a little bit more to do puts, but um, that that could be a misconception that I have. So let's go. Let's see. So as you can see with the price action, we came right up to that 61.8. We denied it. Of course, we got short in Team Bull, and we were able to catch this thing all the way back down into the low of day, actually setting a new low of day. Mm -hmm. um, so that was a good reject example. And again, I do want to say that I use these on multiple different time frames. I have a lot of people that ask me, you know, do you use it more on a five minute, a one minute, 10 minute? It's just wherever I see the well-defined pivot high to pivot low. Sometimes we'll see it on a five minute. Sometimes we won't get it on a five minute. And the only valid one is based off of a daily. So again, this was a trade that we took in Team Bull. This was based off the daily time frame. Again, just going back to... Um, go through everything, rejects, pivot high, pivot low, look for the pullback. Bounces, you're taking low point to high point. So with this trade, you can see that I took this 348.11 low all the way up to this high. I think it's up at like 390, like 391, give or take. And then we started pulling back. So as we start pulling back, we want to take the low to high, look for a bounce here or look for a bounce right here. Mm -hmm. And as you see this day, we slightly broke below it, reclaimed it and pushed all the way back up towards 375, mm -hmm. moving, what is that like six bucks to the upside. Mm. Um, so that's a good example of a bounce. And then again, this was a one minute fib. Again, a trade we took in Team Bull. We ended up having news, 10 o'clock news. I don't remember exactly what the news was, but we ended up pushing up. And all I did was take this pivot low pivot high and then mm -hmm. as you can see we pulled right back down to that 61.8 we got long and we were able to catch this move all the way up into 385 so again the point that i'm trying to you know get across is there's no specific time frame that you can use these on if i actually pull up finger swim real quick that 348.11 area that i just showed you guys that was a monthly fib and that was actually a trade that again we took in team bull so if i just delete all this clear taking the covid low 
all the way up to the all-time high, we had the bounce at 349.12. Mm-hmm. I remember this day because I think we had CPI or PPI in the morning and we like gapped down a bunch and I was like, you know, I'm super bullish at this level, opened up, slightly dipped below it and then just ripped. So again, I'm using these on multiple different time frames, and sometimes one minute, sometimes a monthly, weekly, whatever it is. It just depends on how we trade at that level, which I'll show you guys exactly what I look for here in a few minutes. Um, this is another one that I took based off a one minute time frame, taking the low a day, high a day as we started pulling back. Um, it hit the 50. I didn't take it at the 50, but I did take it at the 61.8. And mm-hmm. you can literally see that this thing ripped all the way back up into 362 points. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I tend to agree because he keeps taking the ones that if you're going, if you're going to make a call, wait for it to hit the 61.8. I freaking love it. And then the same thing, too, if you're waiting for a rejection, wait for it to drop all the way down to the 61.8. I think is it clearly is the safer option. When it gets to the 50 point mark, if you set an alert alert in trading view, then you can kind of come back and see if it drops down to that 61%. Type of thing. I think that's what that 50% is for. Kind of like, hey, keep your head up type of thing. Like, let's, you know, keep an eye out for action. But yeah, I I understand what he's... 17 oh, within really two minutes, which is crazy. Um, that's amazing. That's a killer trade. Yeah. So then um, this is just one more example of a reject on the one hour time frame. As you can see, I took 416.67, which was that high. There was other, you know, pivot high, pivot lows that you could have taken. You could have taken here to here to look for a reject. You could have even started, you know, here to here, uh, start looking for them. Sometimes, you know, we'll hit it. Sometimes we won't. But as we start setting those new lows, again, I'll just simply redraw the area. So here was the well-defined high, here was the well-defined low. We started pushing back up in price right to the 61.8, reject, 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 and then we never went higher. And now I don't even know what spot is trading at, but um, we're a lot lower in price now. So what I look for when entering off of a retracement. When playing retracements, I always break it down to a one-minute time frame. Um, to fully understand how price is reacting to that area, um, I will typically look for price to break the retracement, but immediately reclaim the retracement on the first candle, the very first candle that touches it, or the second candle. Got it. So, in this scenario, was I think I don't. I think this was the the Tuesday trade, I believe, on the one minute. Um, but looking at it again, taking that well-defined high to the well-defined low, what I'm looking for is exactly what we see right here. Mm-hmm. We broke right through the 50% retracement because sometimes I'll have people ask me, you know, how do you determine to play off the 50 or the 61.8? I'm looking for this exact price action right here. Mm-hmm. So since we broke through that 50% retracement right away and didn't immediately reclaim it, I don't care about it. But as we came up to the 61.8, you can see that we smacked it, came right back down. And then the next candle broke right through it, immediately reclaimed the opposite side. The very next candle did the same thing, broke through it, immediately reclaimed the opposite side. And we ended up getting short at the beginning of this candle right here. Nice. Oh, my gosh, you guys. This is a really good one. Um and he, when you're looking at it, so he's at the 11-minute mark. We have 21 minutes of the video, so we're, we're about halfway through. 
you can see that he literally takes first or second. I would say if you're new to this um, and true to this, then definitely I, I could see myself getting it on the second candle. But you can see that was a nice ride all the way down. Good stuff. Here and the way and the reason why I like trading fibs like this is because as we see clearly there was rejection in this area mm -hmm. if we get short our stop loss is literally right above these highs right here so you have a very well-defined stop loss you could lose three four five trades in a row and they're going to be you know little paper cuts but you catch one two big moves to the downside based off of this i mean all your profit or you made back all your losses plus more on top of it so this is exactly what i am looking for if we break through the 61.8, or actually let's use um, this 50% scenario. If we break through it and we start holding above it for one or yeah, like one, two, three candles and not immediately reclaiming the opposite side, that invalidates the FID for me right away. It has to do this or I do not want to touch it. Um, or, you know, say we did reject it and I got short and we started closing above this 61.8 for a couple candles, few candles, I'm going to get out of it right away it has uh. to do this in order for me to stay in the trade or even validate the trade hold so on that's one example bear with me i'm just going to go back like 10 seconds because i wanted to hear something about the stop loss give me a second <laughs> right away it has to do this or i do not want to touch it um or you know say we did reject it and i got short and we started closing above this 61.8 for a couple candles few candles i'm going to get out of it right away mm -hmm. it has to do this in got order it. for me to stay in the trade or even validate the trade. Mm -hmm. So that's one example. This is another one that we use for a bounce. Um, I forget what day was this? Uh, February 27th. So again, a trade that we took in Team Bull. As you can see, we got really close to that 50% fib. I missed the bounce right here. And we fell like two cents short and then it bounced. But what validated the trade was the fact that it came down, it broke below it, reclaimed it with this Dragonfly Doji on the one minute candle, we got long with our stop loss right below 399. So we're talking 20, 30 cents. And this thing. Interesting. So um, I was like, well, maybe he's waiting until it hits the 60. This one, he's given an example of how it hit the 50 and it hit it twice. And you heard him use the term dragonfly candlestick. Um, that's going to be probably one of the easier ones for you to learn. Um, that's a really great uh, indicator, too, that you're about to have a switch of direction so it's like once you train your eyes to look for those type of things um yeah and there's like another one i think it's called like a hammer so when you start to see all of those candles and how they're panning out followed by that i think he called was it the firefly one he said yeah with this dragonfly doji on the one minute candle we got long with our stop loss right below 399 so we're talking 20 30 cents and this thing just exploded to the upside from that point. Now, that's the reason why I took this trade off this 50% fit because it validated it with this candle right here. If it just broke through it and then did exactly this at the 61.8, I would have went long there with a stop loss below the level. Um, here's a reject that we took. It didn't necessarily do the breakthrough and then reclaim, but the reason why like this reject was because we came up, rejected it once, rejected it twice, rejected it three, rejected it four. And then as you can see, it flushed to the downside. Um, so that's another example here. I believe this is the last example that I put up. 
But again, I was looking for the bounce, um, taking a, I think it was a previous day's low up to these highs right here before we started mm. pulling back. Same exact thing, broke through that 50% fib, therefore I didn't care about it. This one minute candle right here, get below, down to 380, psychological support, reclaim the fib right away, higher one minute volume, which validated the entry, stop loss right below 380. And this thing, you know, ripped all the way up, what? Almost $6 to the upside before it started pulling back. Nice. Again, trade taken in Team Bull. That trade Hell wasn't yeah. Team Bull and it was an absolute banger, bro. Crazy. Yes. Hey, so real quick, um, before we end this, um, I think it'd be valuable for everyone to go back to TOS, maybe show everyone how you find Fibonacci, how you maybe adjust your setting. So TOS is think or swim. Um, I didn't want to interrupt, but he said some key things in there. Um, he has the volume at the bottom. They trade price, action, and volume. That's it. Um, what else did he say that was important? Um, let's go back for the, like 10 seconds dollars to the upside before it started pulling back We're in the 380 psychological support okay. reclaim the and that's, that's another one you want to learn too. If this is your first time here too, um, psychological, right? Some people will call it like the sentiment. Some people will call it, well, confluence. Some people will call it resistance here, get below down to 380 psychological support reclaim the psychological support so that's his word the other guy uses sentiment um yeah but it's gonna basically bounce off of that floor a couple times before it pops up right away higher one minute volume which validated the entry stop loss right below 380 and this thing you know ripped all the way up what almost six dollars to the upside before it started pulling back again trade taken in team bull that trade wasn't Team Bull, and it was an absolute banger, bro. Crazy. Yes. Hey, so real quick, um, before we end this, um, I think it'd be valuable for everyone to go back to TOS, maybe show everyone how you find Fibonacci, how you maybe adjust your settings to find just 15, 61.8, mm -hmm. and how you apply it in real time, you know, drawing from low to high, high to low, just having a little basic tutorial on actually using the Fibonacci tool itself. Hey, good looking out, Jaden, because... I would have thought the Fibonacci would have been just automatic, but I should have known better. And I probably would have psyched and freaked you guys out. But yeah, this is so cool. He's going to show us how to set the Fibonacci to give us those numbers. Good looking out, Jaden. Let's go. I'm applying what you just taught. Good oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah, stuff. I can do that. Um, So, all right. All right, so if you're on Think or Swim, um, all you need to do, go down here to your uh, your little tools or, you know, click your little scroll button. It'll pop up with all these right here. Um, there, This little percentage sign right here, Fibonacci retracements, I believe. There's like another one on here that some people use. But make sure it's this percentage one right here. Mm -hmm. And to only get the 50 and 61.8, literally just, you know, click somewhere, drag it down and click again. Uh, by default, it's going to put on... I believe it's um, like all of these right here, these five right here. Oh, snap. Yeah, so all you're going to do is you're going to uncheck that 23.6, 38.2, 78.6. Again, make sure they're unchecked. Keep the 0.5, keep the 0.618. If you guys want to copy how I have them color-coded, feel free. Uh, but once you do that, save as default and then click OK. That way it's automatically just going to draw these and you don't have to take it off every time. Mm -hmm. So... That's how you pull up the fibs. That's how you uh, save for the 50 and 61.8. Now, as far as actually using them, 
you know, throughout the day or doing higher time frame analysis, we can actually head on over to uh, NQ because NQ is a really good example. Um, so if we're looking at NQ, good God, <laughs> looking at NQ, you can see as we started pulling back probably towards like right here is when I started to notice that we could have started taking our fibs. You can see that we actually had two different pivot low to pivot high points. Mm -hmm. So here is our clear cut pivot high before we started pulling back. Here is one clear cut pivot low. Mm -hmm. Here's the other clear cut pivot low before mm -hmm. price started uh, pushing back to the upside. Mm -hmm. So what you can do is you can take the low point to the high point and mm -hmm. this lets us know, let's watch this area for a bounce. Let's watch this area for a bounce. Mm -hmm. Also at the same time, pivot low. Pivot high. Now we have two different sets of fibs that we can watch, but again, what validates the trade is that one minute time frame and how we react to the area. So now if we just continue to the right a little bit, you can see it was this day right there. We came right down and we tagged it. Hold on. Come on. There we go. We tagged it and then pushed back to the upside. So now what would actually validate the trade? Hopefully this when when did this happen? Greatness takes time. And mm -hmm. I want you guys, while he's looking for what he's finding too, I want you guys to remember and look, when you use these Fibonacci's and you notice that an example he just showed you, another thing to look for is yes, the 50 and 61.8, but also look for key areas of confluence. You notice on both those levels that he posted that there was big moves up, met with resistance, turned support or vice versa, showing that, okay, the Fibonacci's are right. You know, this has multiple different confirmations for this trade. There's a higher likelihood it's going to work out and as you guys saw before, it did just that. Yeah, so honestly, with this trade, I probably wouldn't have taken it because one, it didn't hit the level, but then later in the day, it didn't do what I wanted it to do. You can kind of see how it like broke below it and then mm -hmm. kind of, you know, made its way back up, broke below it, then kind of made its way back up. So honestly, I probably wouldn't have taken this trade, but doing the higher time frame analysis, this lets us know going into the next day, uh, let's see, right there um that we are more than likely going to bounce and we should be looking for that push to the upside and then sure enough going into the next day mm -hmm. what happened we saw that nice push up mm -hmm. so now going on over to qqq real quick because i want to throw this up uh because i had it in my saturday uh qqq and spy update was once we found that bottom and started pushing up i had a fib right at 304 so Again, this is why watching both ways, defining your or finding the well-defined pivot high, pivot lows. Mm. Here's our well-defined pivot high, and then where's the well-defined pivot low before we started bouncing back up to the upside right there. So what can we do? Pivot high, pivot low. Where do we have the reject? 304. And we tagged it. I think it was literally to the penny that we hit it. Let's see. Mark it real quick. Beautiful. Tag that 50% <laughs> over there. That's how I'm going to sound one day. Beautiful. I remember one time when I first started training, I'm like, that's a sexy chart. Like, yeah. <laughs> yep. Literally to a one penny off. And then to a dime, bro. Yeah. So, and then it, it's the same thing going intraday. It's just really looking for those well-defined pivot high, pivot lows. Let me see if I have yeah. one right here. Yeah, so like if I was doing this intraday, again, as we can see, just zooming in on SPY yesterday. I don't know if it actually hit a fib yesterday on SPY, 
but you can see how we started flushing to the downside right here and we had this well-defined high point mm -hmm. up at uh pre-market highs 393.8 as we start pushing back up in price on this candle right here that's yeah. when i would take here here i know to watch these areas for a reject again if we start breaking below here i'll simply redraw it uh let's just continue going to the right you can see we literally tagged it to a t and then came down um that could offer you your beautiful short entry to the downside well-defined risk stop loss right above here so beautiful stuff man well i think that basically sums it up I and mean, we went over the basics of fibonacci which percentage retracements to use, how to use it on different time frames, and how it can just be such a valuable tool mixed with price action to give us more confirmation, more confidence in our trades, and overall, more winning trades, you know, finding levels that we might not have seen before. Right, correct. So, uh, in conclusion, uh, that is going to wrap up our part six of our free beginner course. If you haven't already, make sure you guys hit that subscribe button on my boy Brandon's YouTube. It's below. Also, make sure you guys subscribe on this YouTube channel, Team Bull Trading. He is live every morning on YouTube as well with a pre-market watch list. I highly recommend you check that out. We love seeing you win. We both trade live in Team Bull, and we both teach in the Team Bull Mastermind. So all those links are below. Tap in. And as always, Brandon, thank you so much for being here. I look forward to our next episode together and giving everyone a bunch of free game. Awesome. That was nice, y'all. That, that was one of the best trainings on Fibonacci and I've been been looking at videos and stuff and sometimes they rush right through it but he did a an excellent job of explaining um the Fibonacci trade I would say you kind of see it in the comments that somebody talked about it but if I were them I would have probably just put hashtag Fibonacci or something like that or or next to um part seven but but that's okay um that is a-okay by me um yeah all right y'all let me it's it's let me see if my my little dog is gonna hear me from here bruno bedtime <laughs> okay he's getting up all right y'all i'll talk to you later bye